Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Turban Thinker. So as an entrepreneur myself, or actually just one of my heads, maybe one of the seven heads, I'm an entrepreneur. I love inviting entrepreneurs to my show. I love listening to their journeys, their highs and lows, and most importantly, really to celebrate their success. And not too long ago, I met a fantastic human being. He's an entrepreneur, a successful business owner, a motivational speaker. And what I loved about him is he totally wears his heart on his sleeve. And at the time when we met, we had so many things in common. But the one thing that we definitely shared was his passion and purpose to constantly inspire and bring happiness to as many people as he possibly can. So Darius Sudi is a CEO and founder of the unique group of companies. And he came to Dubai just over 10 years ago. And believe it or not, all he had was $1,000 in his pocket. But today, he runs a multi-million dollar group of companies. He employs over 100 people and works within marketing, recruitment, training, has an online media agency, to name a few. I mean, I loved meeting him. I loved his wit and his charm. And today, he's going to join me to share some of the moments with us. So welcome, Dariush. It's so great to have you here with me. That's an absolute honor, and I hope I can live up to your to your introduction. So thank I you. I hope so, so too. Much. I'm, I'm absolutely honored. You can. <laughs> thank I'm, you. It's so wonderful to have you here. Now I know you're in Dubai, and I just want to wish you all health, safety, and and, and happiness to everybody. So um, let's get on with it. So can you just let's start with maybe a bit of background on Be Unique? How long? you've been in that business, how you went into the whole sales and marketing, and just that story that you want to tell. Sure, certainly. Well, uh, thank you, and hello to all the listeners. Um, I've been in Dubai 10 years. A um, little bit of background, I'm actually dyslexic. So, um, and being 53 years of age, those days people didn't realize dyslexia, what dyslexia was. So mm -hmm. I was in the category of the stupid guys, uh, especially that I was new to the UK. I, I was... Um, I'm Iranian born and I went to the UK at age 13. So not that I couldn't speak the language, I couldn't really understand any written or verbal anything because I was dyslexic. So I just decided for somewhere along the way that education wasn't for me. So the moment uh, I finished college, I decided to go and get a full-time job. And the only people who could hire me were um, people in the you know sales and marketing roles. Okay. So it was literally not, I just want to earn as much money as possible with as least education as possible. So that's so, everybody's dream. Then. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Me? That's everybody's dream. Okay. And, and quicker than anybody else. And also, but I've, I've been working since the age of 13 and something inside of me didn't want to uh, make money selling my time. I was anything from glass collector to barman to security guard and every one of them no matter how hard or enthusiastic i was i was always charged per hour i was always sorry i was paid per hour and yeah. i realized that you know when you're young you have so many hours in your hand but then end of the day when you get older you can only earn a certain amount of money still because there's only 24 hours in a day so sure. i just i just always want to earn uh, more than hourly rates and the only role that really satisfied me was the sales role, because I just felt if I worked hard, my, my earnings were limitless. So, I mean, so, tell me a little bit how you came to Dubai, like you said, 10 years indeed, ago. Indeed. And you had $1,000 in your pocket. Yes, yes. That's pretty impressive. And <laughs> then 
Tell me a little sure. bit about how that started. Okay. Um, just give me a bit of background. So anyway, I built a business um, for 17 years. I owned a number of health clubs in the UK. I was in the UK's rich list. And in 2008, I had over 600 staff working for me. And in 2008, everything went wrong. I was attacked at my house, burg burgled at my house at knife point. Um, it, it was just terrible. Um, I had a oh heart attack. Uh, indeed. And over an 18-month period, I lost everything I worked for all my life. But because I got attacked at home, my children, left. I was a single dad, left to come to Dubai because I felt this is the country that we're safe. Because safe, the, yeah. Exactly. So when I had a heart attack, I took a sabbatical and decided, you know, at middle age, what made me happy. And I realized that I didn't want to die alone. And I really all I didn't care about the money anymore. I didn't really feel at home with the, with with England. So I decided that if I was going to live, I was going to come to Dubai, no matter how much it was going to cost me. So literally just sold everything in my houses, sold the businesses. Um, I was highly leveraged. Came here with less than a thousand dollars, and I lived in a maid's room. And the day, the day I landed, it was September the first, two thousand and nine, which was the worst time in the history of the country. I think it was just after Ramadan, and September it was the worst time the country had ever had, because the stock market just crashed, and nobody was buying properties anymore. Right? And no, no, it's not a great time. Exactly. Exactly. And people yeah. thought I was crazy. They said, you're, you're mad going at this time. Everybody disowned me, friends, family. But you know what? It was actually the best time because when people make money, they don't need anybody else. When they're not making money, they have headache. They need somebody to come and help them. So it was mm -hmm. a per perfect time for me. Um, for the first six months, I lived on a diet of two coffees and a sugar donut a day. I, couldn't, wow. uh, I lived, lived in a maid's room. Uh, my office was uh, Starbucks at the back of Borders Mall of Emirates because they offered free free internet. Um, so basically, just work hard, door knock, did everything you could. Uh, but my main thing was that everywhere I went, I asked people, what makes you unique? And because if you don't know what makes you unique, you don't have a unique selling proposition. People, people will always judge you by your price and you get no loyalty. So... I was known as the guy who keeps asking you what makes you unique. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to call my company Be Unique. Mm -hmm. and, and that's how I ended up with a company, a group of companies called Be Unique. So all our businesses are called Be Inspired, Be Unique, Be Entertained, and so forth. Be Fit. I mean, that's, it's phenomenal, honestly. It's, it's such an inspiring story. And your Thanks. journey, you know, I mean, literally, we could actually spend days talking about it because Thanks. it's fascinating, you. you know, how you overcome the challenges and, you know, you go on to this wonderful, positive ride and have a fantastic business. And through all the hard work, you know, a lot of hard work has gone into it, your yeah. passion. Um, and, you know, I love the fact that everything that you do centers now around making that difference. Um, when I did meet you, you told me a really beautiful story about how, because, because from my understanding, you're living between Dubai and Thailand. Is that right? Yes, correct. My family are in Thailand and my business is in Dubai. Yes. So, so you, you, how did you get to Thailand? Okay. Why Thailand? Um, well, we have two young, I've remarried and I have two young children and we were just literally tired of uh, teachers coming and going at the school. And mm -hmm. my wife was concerned about the quality of air, uh, the dust and so forth. And one of our children has got asthmatic issues. So I said to her, where in the world? Just choose a place in the world that you like to go. And she said, well, Thailand is our spiritual home. 
So we went and had a look. We found the school and we got the the perfect house. I think. Are you? Do you want to? Do you want me to mention the house that we live in? I'd love to. I'd <laughs> okay, love because okay. I think that's an amazing story okay. to share. The house itself is just incredible. It's one of five houses, only houses in the uh, Southeast Asia that's underwater. Uh, it's just an incredible place, and uh, you know the the boat is outside. You can literally walk from your garden into the boat. But ne never in my life I thought I could afford a house like this at the time. So. We went on holiday about seven years ago, and I'm not uh, one for uh, I'm not a seafarer, but she I was forced to go on these one of these boat trips to an island, and I was feeling sick. Can I came off the boat, and some guy just jumped out and said, "Can I take a photograph?" So they took a photograph of me, my wife, and my son. I didn't think anything of it. Paid and so the tourist photograph. Indeed, the exactly, yeah. exactly, catch, exactly. Catch a moment. Exactly. Okay. So you know, I, I look green and grey and. The photograph was taken <laughs> years later, yeah. years later, when we moved to Thailand, I'm going through a, a, a drawer and I found a picture that was taken many years back. And incredibly, between my head and my wife's head is the house that we currently live in. Now that's just amazing. Isn't it? I mean, seriously, when you talk about things are meant to be. Yes. So how did it feel when you actually bought the property? I mean, that's just remarkable. Well, at the time, nothing. I'm just like, I'm yeah, every because day. Is a, a, even telling you now, all the hair in my body standing up. You know, it's just like, what are the trillion chances of that happening? And I remember even coming off the boat, looking at those houses, saying, aren't they just beautiful? Maybe one day, maybe not, I can afford to be in a place like that, you know? And, and lo and behold, a few years later, you know, we're living there. It's just... It's amazing. It it's an amazing story. And, you know, also it's a lot to do with your hard work. You Thank know, that's you. what it is. I a think... lot of hard work and effort. Um, and so, I mean, when we met, one of the things that you're obviously very passionate about, and, and, and again, one of the things I love about you is your motivational talks. You do a lot of talks, yes. a lot of motivational yeah. speaking. Um, and I want you to understand, is that something aside your businesses, because those are your core businesses, but from a personal level, is motivational speaking something that you want to focus on and, and just expand? How, how is that as part sure, of your overall? Sure. Great question. I, I've been to many, many, many courses around the world from Deepak Chopra, Tony Robbins, Wayne Dyer, uh, Robin Sharma. And it's, it's amazing that I felt that I'm a walking, talking miracle because miracles are happening to me every single day. And about seven years ago, somebody heard my story and they said, would you like to come and speak on this gig of ours? So um, I think there's 150 people in the room. I never done a talk before. And I just got up and shared my story. And at the end of the talk, everybody was inspired. There was more people at the end in the room than there were at the beginning. And the, the, the organizer came to me and says, best talk he's ever heard. They opened, mm -hmm. up a, they opened up a Facebook page, uh, and I think 160 people signed up the next day. Today I have, That's incredible. Thank you. Today I have 350,000 followers on Facebook now, and all organically grown. So, I mean, that in itself is just phenomenal, and organically, exactly. I mean, that's obviously an inspiration. So how do you gain them? What is your secret think, to, to gain so many followers? Yeah, I think it's... Um, being down to earth, uh, always not fearing, putting the ego aside, be understanding what that what you're going through. There's probably millions of people going through it. Never get becoming arrogant, sharing your pain, uh, and people connect with you. I, I have a saying: says from the heart to the heart. Lots of people, 
speak from the head and I don't think they connect. And also keep giving. If you keep giving, eventually people connect and they share your stories. I, every time I post, I get hundreds of shares. And every single day, every single day, so I get messages, people thanking me for changing their lives. And, and that's the inspiration I need. And, and I just keep posting. That, it's, it's food for the soul, though, isn't it? It, is. it sort of works both ways. When you have this, you know, like I said, this desire to want to share and make a difference, then it's, you know, in turn, you're getting so much satisfaction. Yes yourself you know and it's sort of your fuel isn't it it is i get as much or more back from helping people as and also you know what it is when you talk about your life the ups and downs it inspires you and it makes you you, you remember how low things were what i don't do i don't live in the past but i do i don't want to forget about the past you know and I, no I want of course to, i mean that's what makes you isn't it, it? it does I mean, the, many people the, i think the, forget the, the, many people forget their past you know, and, and they allow the ego to get in the way. And I just make sure me and my family never forget that, that God or universe or whatever it is in a, in a split second can take it all away. I mean, look at this virus or this situation we're going through worldwide and how many people didn't see it coming in such a short period of time, right? I mean, this is a remarkable moment that we're all experiencing. You know, it's it's just on a huge global scale. And I was saying to someone the other day, I mean, as big as it is and the impact it's having, it's bringing so many communities and countries and people together. And it's a really interesting time, you know, when we see this sort of, it's like this camaraderie or this unity of everyone, no matter what culture or background yes. or ethnicity, they're all just so, they feel it. Everybody's feeling it. Yeah. And I want to understand, you know, from your situation, how, how do you think that's, going to affect you personally your business are you going to be re-strategizing rethinking a lot of people use the word you know this is a time to reflect to reset to reconsider so how, what does this mean from your perspective sure i think um i did a talk the other the other week about the survival of the fittest right and i i looked back to the dinosaurs and um, the dinosaurs were the most powerful creatures ever lived on earth yes but after after yeah. the meteorite hit and there were change in weather or temperature they all died very quickly why they were they were the fittest but they weren't the most flexible so i would say that if your business and you your ability to be flexible through these times you will thrive you don't have to be the biggest or the strongest but if you're the most flexible so what we're doing right now of course is the business hit us you know, this in, situation hit our business hard, but we are changing. We're going more online. We're doing everything. And imagine, for instance, how many people now who had like bricks and mortar businesses wish they had online businesses. Oh, completely. Right? I mean, everybody's rethinking exactly. that. And, you know, exactly. I, and it's amazing to me that so many businesses aren't online. Exactly. I mean, I don't even understand that, but this is going to be definitely a huge sort of wave towards towards that certainly for the next you know 18 to 24 months i think that's going to be a huge part of the movement and like you said it's a lot to do with agility i mean right now you've got to think fast you've got to be innovative you know a lot more creative and it's not cookie cutter you know there's a there's a sense of complacency that's happened over the decades you know and I think this is a time where people realize that you cannot revert back to 
what it was before. You have to be ahead of the game. Absolutely. So what we do, absolutely, totally agree with you, 100%. What we're doing now is that we're launching next week the most cost-effective, fastest uh, production of um, e-commerce apps ever in the history of this area, or I would say the world. That's amazing. So for less than 30,000 dirhams, we can set your e-commerce app up within 45 days. So, and we're going to launch it so fast and big, and hopefully we'll actually profit and expand from it. Just that's that's thank you. Just taking advantage from this situation. Uh, I've signed personally, I've signed up to two very expensive courses that I probably would have paid in the past and never, never utilized. So, I'm using this time to to grow personally and, um, you know, just I think personal investment is the biggest investment you could make in your life. And and this absolutely. is a good time to do and that. it's never ending exactly. is it i mean you you know it's never ending and and absolutely i think a lot of people this time are very much looking at that um more than ever really because they've never had the time you know the world has been i'm always saying it when i do talks it's they ask me about luxury and i always say you know luxury is time absolutely. that's the biggest the, the biggest thing and now we we actually have we're forced to have that time and that's that's where the reset you see having said that we are i don't know we are i think privileged to be a little bit older than 25. now most people under the age of 40 uh, look at their um i think bag of days left and they think oh i've got so much days ahead of me i think if you are young and you have the same mentality as we do as we're older they could so Mm -hmm. much benefit their life can be so much more richer. richer yes exactly and so much more abundance if they had that same mentality as a younger age rather well i think this situation is certainly going to i'm definite going to make them reconsider and rethink as well mm-hmm. you know because the world is not going to like i said um it'll take some time for it to go back to what it was and i don't think somehow it you know it it ever will because everybody that's the unusual thing is that everybody felt the same emotion constantly day in and day out yes. so you know when you're all sharing this mindset yes. and this state of mind it makes it very you know very interesting place and i do think they'll be reflecting absolutely i think um sorry uh, if, if i may yeah. uh, just two 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 points if i may say one is that um before if you recall i actually i actually thought i i am very optimistic towards the future generation because they're going to be more caring towards the environment than maybe our generation but for the first time i think that even like the u.s government realizes that they can't build walls around them you know anything can spread universally throughout the planet so if you don't look after the environment, if you don't look after the oceans, if you don't do this, it will come back and bite you, you know. And I think hopefully, collectively, we're going to look after our planet better in the future. I hope yeah. so. I certainly yes. hope so. And that's probably going to be the single thing that is the driver. And I hope it's a big lesson. I learned. think so. That, you know, that life is very valuable and ve- very vulnerable. And it's not for us to, you know, to to take advantage of but absolutely so ending it on a really um positive high now i know when we met last you said you were going to disappear to uh, a retreat and you're going to spend some time reflecting yes. and all of that good stuff and then i don't know did you actually i went i went it was pandemic? actually yeah oh, i did? went and the, the the actual um 
the pandemic was actually happening while I was on this course, but you weren't allowed television oh, or phones or anything. So there was 50 people in, uh, in this course and we had no idea what was going on, you know? And oh, what, wow. was, what was incredible is that when you come out after, after 10 days of meditation and solitude and silence, the sky's bluer, the, the, the grass is greener, and you see the finer details of everything and incredible. And I recommend it to anybody. Never been to Goa before, but uh, it's a beautiful place. Beautiful, definitely. Well, thank you so much. It's always fantastic to chat with you. And I'm certain we're going to chat some more. And I wish you safety, happiness, always continue to inspire and empower us, Darius. It's so great to speak thank to you. Thank you. And vice versa. And my love to you. And keep safe, everyone, please. Thank you Take so care. much. Take care God and all bless. the best. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.